0: What is up, everybody? My name is Javius Johnson, and this is the Your Next Move podcast. This is the podcast whose purpose is to um, empower and challenge those who are stuck to get unstuck and to simply make their next move. Now, today, I have a very special guest. Um, me and this person go way back. I'm talking about elementary school way back. Olsen Park Eagles way back. Um, This is a great friend of mine. Um, This is uh, my accountability partner. This is somebody who I truly call a brother. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, Tyler Kberg.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. My name is Tyler Kberg. I've been, me and Javius go way back, all the way to when we were Mm -hmm. kids. And one thing that's always been consistent with us is our competitiveness to to try to be the best we can be. And that's why I'm so excited to be a part of this podcast you're doing, because you've always had the ability to influence people to help get that next step. But now I'm happy to see you do it on a bigger platform.
0: I appreciate that, my brother. I appreciate that. Speaking of competitiveness, I actually have a funny story that I don't even know if you remember, but I remember it was like in like the third or fourth grade and we were playing Octopus Tag. You remember that game? Yep, I remember. And around that time, we just, there was like a phase where we thought it was funny to trip people and we were playing octopus tag and we were running full speed and I had tripped Tyler. This one, I didn't really know him like that. We were just, you know, and I had tripped him and he fell and he got up and threatened to kick me in the head. Those of you guys <laughs> don't know, Tyler did taekwondo when he was, you know, around that age. So... <laughs> I don't know. Every time I think of like us going way back, I think about that story because that was just so funny. This man.
1: That's awesome. I don't remember that, but it sounds well-deserved. <laughs> I mean, if, I, if, if we're running that fast and I get tripped, you might
0: deserve a kick in the head. But I, yeah, hey, I, mean, it is. I I deserved it. I was, I was kind of bad when I was a kid. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Tyler, welcome to the podcast. Um, just to give you background on what we do here on this podcast is we just try to... We, 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 we take, or we try to speak to people who are, um, find themselves in stuck situations, stuck seasons, stagnant seasons, and we try to speak to them while they're in that season. Um, because I know when there's, there's been times where I've been in a season where I just didn't know what to do or was just too scared to know what to do. And Mm -hmm. I know you've been in a situation like that as well. And... The one of the things that helped me get out of those seasons is somebody speaking life into me, somebody telling me to get up and move. And uh, I brought you onto the podcast because I know that you can bring value in that area. So I am honored. Um, and, and just some background we, we had a lot of technical difficulties. So <laughs> it is, we were supposed to co- record an hour ago. It's been an hour and 20 minutes. And this is, Probably our, our sixth take.
1: <laughs> hey, and it's our sixth take, but it, it goes to show that what you think is going to be your next step isn't always your next step. There's mm. always going to be something that comes up that you weren't expecting. So yeah, technical difficulties, you know, yeah. they suck, but we got through it and now we're rocking. So we're good.
0: Yeah, dude. And, I, and I'm I'm looking proud of us because we didn't allow the first, you know, uh, air of our recording. We didn't just be like, ah, oh, let's just... Let's just do it tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, we we kept at it. We switched platforms. I'm not going to say which platform, you know, <laughs> get us bogus. But, you know, we're on a different one now. Um, but we persevered. And here we are. Here we are on the episode.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's exciting. I mean, just to, just to show, like, going off of our technical difficulties, sometimes you just got to pivot if something's not working yeah. for you, which clearly it was not <laughs> We had to pivot fast and I'm glad we did because so often it's it's so easy to when you have a valid excuse to be like, oh now I have a valid excuse, I'm gonna use it. Like yeah. Oh like it's it's not working. We'll wait until tomorrow or we'll wait until next week. Yeah. But I I really like how we were like, no, we wanna do this, we're gonna do it. We did some research, quick, quick pivot, mm-hmm. and and now we're going. So I think that I think there's always a lesson to be learned in that.
0: And you you know what? I think one thing that helped us make these pivots is before we started recording, we agreed that we had a person in mind. We both have different people in mind, but we both agreed that we would have a person in mind for this podcast, a person who we we want to impact with this this mm-hmm. episode. And, you know, it wasn't like, oh, come on, Tyler let's just try it again. Like we were both on the same page, like, dude we got to get this done? We got to do this. Right. Yeah. And I think it's so important to just have a why into why you're doing something. And when it comes to serving and, and trying to impact people, having a specific uh, person or a niche, as they say, that you um, want to impact. On the, on the topic of just getting. Um, so, like, let's take our ex our example where we are trying to make our next move by recording this podcast episode, right? And we just keep running into obstacles. What's a, what's something that you do, like, or even a mindset that you kind of put in your head to where, um, to like, a mindset that helps you overcome those type of uh, situations? That's a good question. I feel like, I feel
1: like any time, you have a goal you need to expect there to be roadblocks, mm. right? So like things are going to come up that prevent you from getting to where you want to be. But the whole point is having that goal, right? So like, we were like, we will record this podcast. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating things to come up and prevent us mm. from doing that. Right. But just having a goal with anything you do in life, like, you know, life is going to knock you down, but you have to have that goal. You have to have multiple goals, but you need to keep an eye on that goal that you're working on at the moment. So that yeah. when you do get knocked down, you remember why you got to get back up.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, dude. It's it's so important especially in the the like day to day just knowing why you're doing something, you know? Yeah. Because if you I'm telling you, the worst pain is the pain that you just don't even know like why it's happening, right? But hmm. the the pain where you like, "Okay, I know like one thing that pops into my head is women, uh, giving birth, right? Bro, okay. it. I know it's like a weird analogy, but that's what <laughs> I instantly think of. Like when you said that, I thought of Adela giving birth. Um, but dude, that cannot be comfortable. I don't care what anybody says that, that yeah. I've seen it with my own, with me own eyes. I've seen it. And I just think about that. Like imagine, you go through that exact pain of giving birth, but there was nothing to be birthed. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like you go through all of the pain, yeah, but there's no purpose behind it. Like so when, yeah. when you're saying like the worst thing that can happen is you have all these roadblocks happen, but you don't you don't even know why they're happening because you don't have a purpose. You're not being intentional with what you're trying to do.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's why a lot of people get stuck. Like that just came to my head. Like I think a yeah. lot of people get stuck because One, they never knew why they started, right? Or they just lose sight of why they started. You know what I mean? For sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. And
0: I think that alone is why, that's why a lot of people quit. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. Like even a week ago, that's where I was at. Or like two weeks ago, like we had had to talk about this, right? But I've even in the past, I've lost sight of why I'm doing something. And then it seems... Like the, the little stuff that I'm doing, it's like purposeless. Like, why am I even doing this? You know, but um, yeah. what's like a, what's like a situation or like even a time in your life where you've, you felt stuck um, and, and what did you do to get unstuck?
1: Man, there's been so many times in my life where I felt like, well, let me put it this way. There's been so many times that I've been stuck and I didn't even know I was stuck. Mm. So like you said, I was feeling that pain, that pain that everybody knows, everybody knows this feeling of not being where you want to be, but not knowing why you're not there. Right. Mm. So I've been stuck in the, in the sense of not knowing why I'm stuck or even, Mm. I'm not even self-aware that I'm stuck. I'm just not happy. Right. So I think with any situation where somebody is stuck, what they need to do is, evaluate and think, where. what is my goal? Where do I want to be? What can I intentionally change to get myself out of the situation that I'm in? Um, yeah. Whether it's something, if, if you're you know, living paycheck to paycheck, whether you're trying to be, make it to the NBA one day, whether you're trying to be a successful business owner, you've got this idea of where you want to be. Mm-hmm. But the most important part of getting unstuck is thinking about your next step, right? So you're not going to just wake up and be in the NBA. You got to practice. And everybody is so hung up on having all the best things. You got to have the best hoop. You got to have the best basketball, the best shoes. But Mm -hmm. you just got to get out there and practice. And maybe you just got to start by running because you can't even make it up and down the court. You know what I mean? So I I think a lot of times when people have the question of why am I not meeting my goals or why can't I achieve what I think I can it's just because they're not being intentional with what they can do right now today or tomorrow morning that can mm. really help them move that snowball to get bigger and bigger to eventually get them closer to where they want to be.
0: Yeah. Okay. What? Okay. So do you believe that there, there does need to be a balance between Cause you know, a lot of people who get stuck they're they're overthinkers, right? But where do you think that balance is between coming up with a plan and just simply just getting started blindly?
1: So I, I, that's a good question. I think a lot of times you need to have a plan. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you, if you don't know how to drive and you want to drive from Illinois to Texas you should probably have a plan to figure out how to operate the vehicle you're going to use to get there. But at the same time, for a different excuse, you know, or a different, um, you know, analogy, a lot of the time, I would actually say most of the time, especially if you're an overthinker, you need to just dive right in and fail fast. I think Mm. a lot of times people who are stuck they're the biggest thing when I talk to people who, who feel like they can't get where they want to be is they hold on to this fear of failure yeah. And once you once you accept that it's going to happen, like mm-hmm. it's essential. Failure is essential to get where you want to be. Um, then you're going to want to try to fail as fast as you can so that yeah. you can move past that to get where mm-hmm. you want to be. Because you're not getting there without hitting failure many, many, many times. As we yeah. both know, as we experience daily.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. What What are like some... What's like a specific time where you like knew you had to fail fast? Cause I can, I can think of a time where I knew I had to fail
1: fast. Yes. Uh, Let's see. When we were recording this podcast earlier, (laughs) we, I noticed within the first two and a half minutes that it was a little choppy. Right. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. we got to just push it to the limit here. See exactly how far we can take this podcast without failing. Yeah, And we, we failed very, very fast,
0: Quickly. but what
1: did that do for us? Right. We, we learned that that platform had to go and yeah. it's gone. We're already on a new platform on the same day, a couple hours later, and yep. now we're recording a podcast. Right. So that's, that's a recent example to get a little bit more deep in a time when I, you know, felt truly stuck. I'd have to think of when I was, when I was living in Arizona, I was working for uh, company, where there was mm-hmm. only four or five employees. And I worked directly underneath the the owner of the company. And I would see him go about his day every day. And I saw the mindset that he had and the way that he carried himself. And I thought that I can think my way into being just like that. And mm. I felt stuck because no matter how hard I would try to think my way into that, the action that I was doing wasn't matching the thoughts that I had. So okay. The reality was that, that I was never going to achieve that until I started failing fast to, to learn the lessons that he had learned. So I mm. look up to him as a mentor in that sense is, I was able to see how somebody who got to where they want to be carries themselves and how their mindset works and how they, how they act when they fail. Because I was, I was able to experience mm. him lose large amounts of money, um, People make time commitments that they can't hold up to. I've seen contracts go under. I've seen so many ways where me personally, at the time when I was working there, I would have given up. Yeah. I would have been like, this, is, this isn't, wasn't my plan, right? This isn't going to work for me. But he always found a way to persevere. And that, that really enabled me to change the way I think about failure. And it's, mm-hmm. it's less of a obstacle. And it's more of something that you should strive to, to get. As fast as you can
0: speak, speak to speak to the importance of in times of being stuck and stagnant. Speak to the importance of having a good mentor or just a good community around you to uh, to help you in that season.
1: You know, (laughs) and and we're spoiled because as like JBS and I, we have weekly meetings where we just talk about where we want to be in life. what we're doing that's getting us there. And then we got to be really honest with ourselves about what we haven't been doing. That's preventing us to get there. And Mm -hmm. those are hard conversations to have with yourself. I I absolutely think it's possible to, to get through hard times by yourself, Mm -hmm. but it is so much more rewarding and it's so much easier when you have somebody do it with you. I would, I would say any chance that you can, where someone's trying to teach you something, listen. And even to go above Mm -hmm. that, there is something to learn from everybody. People that you might not uh, like yourself, people that you might not enjoy what they do with their lives. Don't ever write someone off and think that you can't take something from them because there's so much knowledge in this world about how to get to where you want to be. And Mm -hmm. every single person that you encounter, you can take something from them to to better yourself. And that that's something that I've done I you know when I started going to college I only thought my professors were smart yeah. right I thought everybody else and unless they were a professor they weren't as smart as my professors well yeah. that was that was I was that was so far from the truth right mm-hmm. um, There's there's so many times when you'll you'll be talking to an ordinary person or somebody that you think is an ordinary person by your standards and they yeah. will blow your mind with how much they Man. know about yeah. about what you want to about what you want to be. And you, you yeah. just need to listen sometimes.
0: Yeah, dude. I know in times where I think where I've been stuck, me having good mentors and, and uh even like a good community has been so pivotal for me. Like even when we first started doing our Tyler and I, when we first started doing our um our Zoom calls that was so pivotal cuz it was like even like something as simple as like dude i'm going to make a youtube video this week right yeah and coming back the next coming back the next call or the next week and having to come back and be like bro i didn't make the the youtube video seems something yeah. so small but what what that does is it builds accountability right cuz you don't want to let the people that you care about down and on top of that yeah. you don't want to build the a character of, oh, that's a guy who who never does what he says he's going to do, right? That's right. That's a guy who always says he's going to do this. And then he comes back and says, uh, I didn't really do that. And for me personally, I never want to be that person, right? Yeah. So like even that alone, like just having somebody keep tabs on what you say you're going to do, right? Because a lot of the times, and, and if you're like me, I've done this in the past. A lot of times we'll do something where be like oh dude i'm gonna i'm gonna start this business but i'm not gonna tell anybody that way if it fails nobody knew it fails knew it failed you know what i mean so and i've done that in the past where i'm just like i'm gonna start this but i'm gonna do it on the low you know what i mean and dude there's there's one there's no growth in that two you're not allowing yourself to have accountability like you're really cheating yourself Mm. right and i can honestly say From the accountability in the community that I've surrounded myself with, the friends and family, I'm able to uh, make my next move constantly, right? Get unstuck constantly. So, dude, yeah, like having a mentor in a a community is like so big. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me ask you this. Mm first, For for the person watching
1: this at home who doesn't have that mentor – Or maybe they do, but they don't, they don't like to listen to people when they're trying to give them advice, maybe because of, you know, whatever reason that may be, how does this person that does not have anyone to look up to get unstuck?
0: You have to find these people. (laughs) You have to find these people. (laughs) Like, no, I'm being so serious. You have to go look for these people. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. You ha- and you have to do it in tiers, right? You got, like, the the S-tier people who are, like, just killing it, right? You got the people who are, like, just getting into it. You got the people who are, like, dabbling in whatever you want to do. Start with the dabbling people, right? Because what that does is it makes your – your uh, the thing that you want to do, it makes your, your goal more obtainable, right?
1: Mm.
0: And, you know, a lot of people, we like to focus on the people who are, like, killing the game. And it's like – it's hard to it's hard to get mentorship from those type of people because one, you don't know them and they don't know you, right?
1: Yeah, I and, like that. And so to put this in your words, mm-hmm. basically what you're saying is if you don't have that person, you need to find somebody who already took that next step that you're trying to take.
0: Even if it's a step in front of you, just one step in front of you, that person is yeah. one step in front of you and they know something that you don't know. They did something that you didn't do.
1: That's right. So. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that's a great way to put it. I, personally, I feel like you can get to where you want to be by yourself, but nowhere near as fast as if you have people who are holding you accountable. If you, if you have the, the good sense of pressure from telling people, making a commitment, like, I will get this done, yeah. you know that's a, a huge character flaw if you don't come through on that promise. Mm-hmm. So I agree, having that person that's even if it's that just that next step, somebody mm-hmm. who's posted one video,
0: there's so oh. much to learn from that dude, I just I have a perfect example, so I have a podcast, obviously, right? My podcast is nothing special yet i the guy who started a podcast that is not that successful, well, in my eyes, it is very successful, but from like a numbers aspect right, right. I inspire somebody else to start a podcast, right? I am only one step in front of this person, right? This person I work with just started his new podcast. I am literally one step in front of this person and I was able to make an impact and um, help this person make their next move. So, dude, find somebody one step in front of you. And what that does, it's like a, um, what that does is it's kind of like a pull. Like this person gets a step in front of you and then they pull you to get a step in front of them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was like a, you ever played GTA? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how like they got those little slip streams, like you drive behind a car and then it makes you go faster Then people can yep, go behind yep. you. Yeah. That's like the analogy that pops into my head. Yeah. Walk with people who are
1: taking the path that you want to take. I, I, I agree completely. Let me ask you this. Do you feel as somebody who has taken that first step, Do you feel a responsibility to help people who you know that are stuck or do you feel like it's up to them to, to get unstuck?
0: Well, first of all, it is up to you to get unstuck. The person who is stuck, it's up to you because honestly, it doesn't matter if there's a thousand people trying to get you unstuck. If you Mm -hmm. don't want to get out of that place, then it's not really going to matter. But I will say as somebody who's been stuck often, I do feel like it is my responsibility to even just give my voice, like, hey, I've been there. This is how I got out of there, you know? Yeah. And definitely. Uh, I feel like God calls us to do that as people. Like, okay, you get out of a situation, help this person get out of a situation, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it's just your voice, like, that's not very hard to do, right? We're just talking yeah. into a microphone. It's not like I'm, you know, I'm dragging somebody out of their house and, you know, filling out a job application for, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm just telling you how I got unstuck. Telling you that I was stuck, right? And it is, it is possible to get unstuck. So, I
1: agree completely. What? So, like, I agree with you when you say it is up to you to get unstuck. Mm-hmm. So to that person who doesn't have that mentor, we know, we know you got to go find him eventually, right? Yeah. Let's say somebody is stuck today and they want to take the first steps to being unstuck tomorrow. How does mm-hmm. that person do that
0: themselves? Mm. That is a great question. Um, My, my initial answer would be to commit to getting unstuck. Right. Don't even like, you don't even have to do anything yet, but just tell yourself, like, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Right. I have to do something tomorrow to get me out of here. I have to. Right. Because I think that's the biggest thing is the commitment. Right. You're, you're not really going to stick something through if you don't really commit to it. We're literally talking about this when it comes to backflips, right? If you don't fully commit to a backflip in midair, you're going to fall on your neck, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's the biggest thing is just committing to it. Like, that's the first step. That's the first move. That is literally your next move if you haven't moved and you are stuck. Just commit. Just say, you know what? I'm done being here. I'm leaving tomorrow. (laughs) That's your first move.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess I guess what we could say to the the people that are watching this that that do feel stuck, you know what's gonna happen to if you take a backflip and you don't commit. Yeah. So you know how you're gonna feel. If you try to get unstuck and you don't commit, you're gonna yeah. feel terrible. And it's gonna yeah. sink you into a deeper hole of being stuck. And that frustration, it makes it much harder to get out of. Something
0: mm-hmm.
1: something I would suggest to someone who is feeling stuck with no way out is to write down on a piece of paper, what their goal is, right? Mm. And we're going to make a roadmap. You want to get from here to here. What is the next step to get here? You want to write down every step of the way. And what, what's going to happen is you think you know the steps, but there's going to be a million steps in between each one because you don't know what you're getting into until you dive right in. And that's something that we talked about earlier. Like it is good to have a plan. So get a piece of paper, write down what your next step is. Once you do that, then you'll start finding out what your true next step is. But I Mm. I think it is good to have a plan, but 80% of it is diving right in and just experiencing and failing as fast as possible. So, you know, when to pivot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I would, I would even challenge what you just said, like a little further, like, even after you make that plan, be ready for it to not go that way at all. (laughs) Like, yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you. Like you, you have to be ready for that. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you could, you could write out exactly what you're going to do all the way to plan Z. Right. Mm -hmm. There is so much stuff that can happen between A and Z. Right. Yeah. You just have to you have to make up your mind that you're the type of person that's going to overcome adversity no matter where it is, no matter where it turns you, right? And that honestly to like the core that comes down with just trusting, you know, trusting the person who created your plan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's one of the biggest things that like has been um Heavy on my heart in the season that I'm in right now is that, okay, I've tried to do things while I'm in control. It did not pan out the way I want it to. It didn't feel good. I know I'm not supposed to be going this way. Now I'm in a season where I'm like, okay, God, I feel like you're calling me to this area. But I also feel like you're you're telling me to go this way, which is not the direction of that area. I I trust you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I trust you. And people just really have to just make up their minds on who they are in those type of uh, situations, in those type of seasons.
1: Yeah, I think, I think a lot of it comes down to just faith in general, but in a sense mm-hmm. of like you have to believe in yourself. Like yeah. you have to believe that you are capable of doing what you want to do. And a lot of I will, I'll say going back on what we just spoke about, I have not once, and I do this all the time. <laughs> I have a goal, right? I write down every step that I'm gonna take till I get there. Not mm-hmm. once have I been able to just follow that, that plan mm-hmm. to yeah. a T. It has yeah. never happened, one time, not, never happened. So, you just have to have faith that you're writing this down as a commitment to yourself. You say, mm-hmm. in one week from now, I will have worked out three nights. That's yeah. a commitment. You have to make that commitment to get that reward of feeling good about it, to feeling like you mm-hmm. completed something. Because yeah. you know how you're gonna feel. If you don't make that commitment, you're gonna feel the same way you felt when you wrote that down on the paper, which mm-hmm. is stuck. So yeah. I think I think um, making something up here real by writing it down is the true next step to somebody mm-hmm. who is all by themselves. And feels like they they have no one to look up to and nowhere to go. You need to know what your what your goal is and write it down. That is the absolute first step. That's something yeah. that you can do right now.
0: Yeah, that's very that's dude. Everybody got loose leaf paper at home. Everybody has a notebook yeah. or a piece of paper or just junk mail. You're correct. Or a napkin, anything, a napkin. toilet paper, anything. Toil- Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, that toilet <laughs> paper, you can't just be that's valuable. That's true. That's very true. But I, I wanna I wanna piggyback off something you said. You said people have to believe in themselves. I'll take mm-hmm. it a step further. I believe people have to believe in themselves because of who got caught them to be. Right? Does that make sense? So, like for example Yeah, I know I hear what you're saying. If, if God called me to be a sailor, right? Please don't. If he called <laughs> me to be a sailor, right? I have to believe that what's inside of me and what's to come as far as my growth is, is good enough to be a sailor. Mm-hmm. Does that makes sense? Yeah. I think no, a I lot of people that, that disconnect is like they're, they, they're feeling pulled to something, but they don't feel like it's in them. It's like oh brother mm. yes it is right if you're a ham- if god called you to be a hammer that means you're going to be hammering some nails right that means you are good enough to hammer some nails into some wood this analogy sounds a little weird but it's just what popped into <laughs> my head
1: <laughs> yeah for sure and i think that faith that faith that you have allows you to trust when things mm. don't go to mm. plan you know because they won't ever go to plan. And that, no, that's something that ask. I think also you, you need to trust as well. You need to trust that this plan that you have is not going to work the way you think it is. Because mm. if you knew how to get to where you wanted to be, you'd already be there. But the truth yeah. is you don't know. And that's why it's not going to go to plan because your plan hasn't worked yet. So it's mm. definitely not going to work until you start failing fast, reevaluating, pivoting, And you realize you're, you headed 20 miles east when you're supposed to be going west the whole time. So you got to fail fast and you got to pivot as as quick as possible because otherwise, you know, and we've talked about this before with the the sunk cost fallacy. It's like Mm -hmm. a lot of times we feel as if we've spent so much time, we've spent so much money, so much stress effort on something that we have to just keep pushing and one day it'll work. Mm -hmm. Man, sometimes you just got to say, I'm done and just give up and move to the next thing. And, and that is where that is where a lot of uh, success lies is when you realize what you're doing is not working. How can I make it work? And you got to go <clears throat> find a different path to make it work.
0: Yeah. You yeah. Dude, I, yeah, you, you really do. And I found myself doing that a lot last year to where it's like. I am. And I'm talking about last year. I was in, I spent a lot of last year reforming on what my plan should be and the things that, cause like you said, you spend all this time doing something, all you invest into this and that, and it's like you really feel like you can't stop it now. Even though you feel right. inside like I should probably be, be doing something else. And, mm-hmm. you know, I did spe- I spent a lot of last year reforming the way I think about what I'm supposed to be doing and realigning mm-hmm. uh, my plan. And because yeah. of that, I feel so much more purposeful in- to what I'm doing. Um, I feel so much more direction and <laughs> peace <laughs> and happiness, of course. Um, I got a question that popped up while you were talking. Do you think, do you think it is a good thing that we don't have a plan fully right in front of us to where we can see? Because Um, I, I just went out to, uh, to lunch with a couple of friends and, and one of the guys, his name is Rocky. He had said something along the lines of if I knew where, and I don't want to misquote him, but he said something along the lines of, if I knew all the pain and the, all the pain and and um, Discomfort that I felt on this journey, I wouldn't have taken it, but because he doesn't know and he had to use faith to go on this journey, he did it day by day. so you think it's do you think it's good that we don't <laughs> have that plan uh fully out in front of us to where we can just see oh everything that we're going to go through?
1: That's, a, that's an interesting question for me because if you have a plan that is true, 100% true, you know you will succeed if you follow this plan, you'll get where you want to be. And I think what a lot of people focus on is that end goal. And a lot of people that's getting a house, for a lot of people that's retirement, for a lot of people that's you know material objects or whatever status piece they can find. But having that piece, having that house is empty without all of the emotion and all of the feelings that you experienced along the way. All of that hmm. pain and suffering when you didn't know if it was going to pan out, but you did it anyways because you feel so powerful about what you want to do that you're willing to take that risk to get to where you want to be. I think the hmm. the value that comes from that is much more beneficial to somebody than if they have that roadmap. Now, let me ask you this. As as somebody who is younger with children and a wife and all you want to do is provide the best life that you can, if you had a roadmap that can tell you exactly how to do that, would you take it or are you going to go the route where you aren't sure what you're going to do?
0: My initial answer would want to be to take that roadmap <laughs> just because I'm an yeah. overthinker and I do want to know what I'm getting myself into. But I will say that through me not knowing <laughs> my next step, you know, not, not, I'm not going to say not knowing, but through me not being able to see my next step, but still having to take it, I became a different Javius, you know, yeah. like my, You know, when we exercise our faith, it's literally an exercise, you know what I mean? And through me having to commit to something and not um, being able to see it yet has just made me different, dude. Like, even like my trust in God is just different. Uh, my, um, My threshold to be able to handle adversity is just different, you know what I mean? I I feel like I would be a weenie if I knew all of my my steps in front of me because, of course, I would take this plan because I can see everything that's there. You know what I mean? I think the really strong-willed people are those ones who are like, dude, I don't know what's to come, but I promise you I'm going to get there. You know what I mean? So, like, because, like, sometimes I do want to be comfortable, yes, I want that plan. Please send it to me. Email, it doesn't matter. (laughs) But because I know what, what it's doing to me to be able to – or to have to exercise my faith, I can't even go back on it. Like, this is, this is the way.
1: <laughs> and I think you could put – you could uh, phrase it like if you have that blueprint, that's playing life on easy mode, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you, you don't get that good feeling. Creative if you beat mode. a game on easy mode, on, on peaceful mode or whatever it is, you, you know when you beat it, you're like, eh. I could have Dude, done like seriously. medium difficulty, at least, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, and if you want to think about it in terms of like business, like now more than ever with the internet, we don't have a hundred percent true blueprint, but we can look at the top performers and we can shape our businesses off of what they've done. But mm-hmm. look at the riches and look at the benefits that the people who never had that blueprint, blueprint but they created it for themselves have. Like look, yeah. at the, look at the creators of Facebook, Amazon, all these people. Yeah. They didn't have that blueprint but they, yeah. they knew what they believed in and they knew where they wanted to be. And yeah. look what they have. That You don't get that by playing life on easy mode.
0: All right, so Tyler, as we are closing, what is something that uh, you want to leave with our listeners and more specifically, the person who you were thinking of at the beginning of this episode? What do you want to leave with that person?
1: You know, the one thing I would want to leave everybody uh, to think about after watching this is to look at yourself in the mirror and evaluate where you feel you're the most stuck in life. When mm. when you look at yourself and you think I am the most stuck in this aspect of my life, I want you to find a way to challenge yourself to take the very next step to do this. Whether this is financially stuck, whether this is mental health stuck, whether this is, you know, something with your work. I want you to do what you can to first comprehend that you are stuck and that you are in a situation that you don't want to be in. And then I really want to challenge you to write down that step, make a checklist, do whatever it takes to take that next step to committing to being who you truly want to be. That's that's the one thing that I hope for everybody watching this is to find that motivation to take that first step to be who you want to be and to be
0: where you want to get. Mm, I like that. I like that. If I, if I was to leave something with listeners, um, it would be this very simple. There is breakthrough in your obedience. There's breakthrough in your obedience. There is something that, you know, deep down, deep, deep, deep down that, you know, you need to start. There is something that you have been putting off because of fear, um, because of not knowing to do whatever it is there's something that you've been putting off that you know that you need to start you will not and never experience that breakthrough until you start it's that simple it's so that simple you, you
1: gotta start, go
0: it, start you have it. to you have tonight.
1: to tonight go start it tonight, tonight. do
0: it tonight as soon as you finish this episode go do it that's right go hey Javius
1: thank you for having me it's been a lot of fun
0: yeah, Tyler, thank you. Uh, thank you for sticking it through all the technical difficulties. Um, I had a great time. I, I know we impact some listeners. Um, we got to have you on this episode or another episode again. Hopefully next time we won't have those those issues, but I appreciate <laughs> you taking time out of your day to, uh, to, to bring value to the listeners.
1: Thank you. That means a lot. I look forward to coming back on the podcast.
0: Yes, sir. See you next time.
1: See ya.